Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome to the Pursuing Faith podcast. Wow, we have a new name. I That's feel awesome. renewed. I feel reborn. That's awesome. I'm happy. I like I like the Pursuing Faith. People people tell me like, oh, like do something different. Why? More extravagant. But I'm like, no. I think uh, the Pursuing Faith podcast with Lana and Iggy is very, very cute. And I think it's simple. And I think it's to the point. And that is what we're doing in this moment in our lives until forever. I think I think it's a very powerful name. Yeah. Not because like and it came out from both. I think because we were having a conversation in the car one time, and I said that I wanted to do something like this, mm. and I call it pursuing. Uh, what was it? The pursuit. Po- the, the pursuit. pursuit the pursuit podcast that and I wanted I to like, do. Mm. And then when you invited me here and you allowed me to be part of this, uh, I don't know, we started talking and there was Faith Cast, the Faith Cast, and then Pursuing Faith. And the reason I like the word pursued is because even when you are a believer, you should always be pursuing Jesus. So... I think it's a cool name, mm-hmm. Pursuing Faith. So I'm happy. Yeah, me too. And I'm we ecstatic. have big plans for 2024. Uh, we can't share anything of, of it, right? Not yet? Nope. No? How are you feeling today? Good. I take this time to talk to my wife because I can't <laughs> talk to her in the morning. So I don't know. I'm feeling a little off. Why? I don't know. I just... My outfit, my hair. What, what's know. wrong with your outfit? I don't know. I wasn't in the mood to wear this. But I just grabbed anything that I could find. What were you in the mood to wear? I don't know, jeans, a leather jacket. I like it. I like your outfit. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay. You look beautiful. And my hair? Yeah, I like your hair. So. I don't know what you did, but I like your hair. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into it. Okay, let's get into it. So, we had... Next time, by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start taking like notes and like getting yeah, more prepped. We need, we need to get more prepped. For the podcast. But that's what I, I want to do. Yeah, we need to do it. We need to kind of have pre-podcast meetings mm. and do it. But yesterday we have our Bible studies. Is that what you want to touch base on? I want to start there. I have other topics, but I want to start there. So people that hear these can tune in into the Bible study. Mm. Um, and I just, I told you even this morning, it's like, it's crazy how these works, how God works, that we chose a verse and while we were on the bible study even though we were talking and sharing our interpretation and our thoughts on what we read which it was matthew 6 19 to 34 i'm just saying that just for the audience if they want to grab it how through us god was still talking to us does that make sense? Did you feel like that? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to expand on that or not? On the Bibles? Yes, you Yeah, Bible like study? I'm asking you the question. Like if you give me a short answer, I have to move on to the next no, topic. No, I'm like, listening to you. I don't know. Like No, I'm I'm le- I'm asking you like how did you feel like God was talking to you as well? Like when we were there sharing our yeah, thoughts. Yeah, let, let's actually just touch base like on people that don't have the Bible in front of them. Okay. So if you kind of want to like read a verse from it i read the final verse 
of the of the Bible study. And then I'll read my verse. Yeah. So the final verse of the Bible study, and and I'm just going to give you context, guys. So yesterday we were talking about worry and anxiety, anxiety and worry and anxiety are usually um, evil things that happen to humans due to early earthly things, right? This this could be money, it could be um, health, it could be a job that we want or that we lose, uh, a home, a car, all these early things when we don't have our heart in the right place cost us to worry and cost us to be anxious. And this whole passage from Matthew 6, it's actually Jesus teaching uh, the apostles on these that not to worry about these things right not to not to darkness our heart with these things because the moment we darkness our heart with these things we are not giving our heart to god two main verses that stood out for me uh, from this passage is the following i'm just trying to find it uh, give me one second Okay, it says, the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is, go- is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? And then the final one that literally took it home for me is the following. So... It's a little bit long, but I'm going to read it. It's worth it. It says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat and, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not, are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God clothes the grass of the fields, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you or you of little faith? And the final one, sorry. I kind of just want to touch on that really really quick. Um, It's crazy how like tangible and material stuff can taint us from what truly matters. And I just had a conversation with somebody today and they showed me a person. They're like, oh, look at her shopping um, and then going out to eat like on a weekday and I, she's like I, I just can't wait to be rich and be there and just like buy things without worry and I'm like number one that's just material stuff and it, it it's cute for like the moment but it goes away and then two 
if you feel like you don't have enough right now what makes you think that when you do have more money you're gonna feel at that moment right that it's still not enough and that's why you're gonna keep on searching and searching um and you think that happiness relies on these external things like money and material stuff but that's temporary so the best way to cure that is to have jesus in your heart and i can speak to that because and i, I th we can both yeah i think that we, everybody's there you know at, at one point and i was actually having this conversation to a friend of mine the other day and i asked him like i was like he's extremely successful and he never stops he never 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 so in my head going going to be honest i was like why is this guy going so hard 24 7 when he literally can be doing Nothing. those things that to your point most people that are on the chase want to do mm -hmm. you know like people that are on the chase what do they want to do they want to wake up at whatever time they want, look cute, have breakfast, go shopping, go with the friends, choose what to eat, what restaurant to eat, go on a boat, like things that add no value to not only life, but to the kingdom. Like mm -hmm. that doesn't add no value. Like you're not helping anybody. You're just like literally, you are at the place where the devil wants you to be because you are living for yourself. And the more you live for yourself, you forget to live for others and you subtract yourself from mm. wor the world. And he told me like, bro, I can't be not doing something. I always have to be doing something. And it clicked on my head because one time he told me as well that he never chased money. Like he chased things, like doing things, completing things. And if you tie that with his attitude today, it makes sense. His results of his life is not because he was chasing that number, the material thing. He was just doing stuff because he couldn't be sitting down. And if you look in the Bible too, working, it's a blessing. Mm -hmm. And God wants us to work. Mm -hmm. Like God doesn't want us not to be productive god doesn't want us not to uh, impact other human beings god doesn't want us to be laying down on a boat and by by no means i don't say that like oh my god that's bad no like balance that's what we need to have on our life working 24 7 is as wrong as being rich and not doing anything in yeah, fact in fact I think that one of the biggest problems that we're having right now in society is that wealthy people have subtracted themselves so much from the scene that they are allowing evil entities get in spaces that they should not be. Mm. Example, and, I, and, and we can touch this and then go back there. Forbes. Okay, the magazine, Forbes. Like, everybody wants to be in the top 50 of Forbes and stuff like that. Forbes was an American company. It started with great values and great perspective, informing people, this and that. Forbes was sold to China. 
recently. And the reason I'm giving this example is because if the wealthy people of our country would be involved in keeping our culture safe and inspiring the younger generations, they shouldn't have allowed that uh, Chinese corporation buy Forbes. Because now we're going to be fed things that are completely different to what our cultural and our Christian values as a country want to consume just because they sold it to a foreign national entity just to collect dollars and sit down in a yard and chill for the rest of their lives. Some people may not agree with that statement. I do believe that culture and values have to be protected from all these different angles. And in my opinion, that's what's happening in, in America, you know, like uh, the whole thing with removing God from schools and uh, not teaching the kids about God, not praying because that is not the school job. But now we're saying that the school job is to indoctrinate kids in different things. So I feel that when God blesses you with wealth, and I'm not talking about wealth like for like force when God when God bless your life that you don't have to worry about your rent you don't have to worry about your food on the table when God is blessing you you should take that those blessings and reproduce them for his kingdom and bless other people because he puts you in that situation for you to bless others mm. not to just focus on I you I feel like that is what keeps me going every single day yeah. the fact that I'm able to come to work the fact that I'm able to create opportunity, the fact that people like what they do here and like that is what keeps me going. And then also to show others like, look, if I did it, you can do it too. 100%. Um, but I just want to touch base on this verse that I really, really love. Um, and it's Philippians 4 verses four through seven and it says rejoice in the lord always again i say rejoice let everyone see your gentleness the lord is near do not be anxious about anything instead in every situation through prayer and petition with thanksgiving tell your tell your your requests to god and the peace of god that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in christ jesus um so amen <laughs> yes so basically the most stressed out people are control freaks and i was one and i feel like ignacio you're kind of yeah i'm a control freak no um and the more that they try to control the world the more they realize they cannot life becomes a cycle of anxiety failure anxiety failure anxiety failure but when you recognize heaven as an occupied throne you allow the lord to be in control god then calms your fears not by removing the problem that's so important because it's not like he's gonna come and remove everything right away i feel like there's Hold, but I feel like it's accepting where you're at right yeah. now, you know, and like letting go and not questioning him so much um, and just kind of like having the perspective to see through what you're going through. Like, OK, what is God teaching me at this moment in my life and how can I move forward? Right. So, God, how can you help me? 
move forward. Um, I see what you're doing. I understand now. Um, although I may not understand completely, I just know that through tough times, it's there's a reason for it. Um, but he says, by, but by revealing his divine power and presence, your anxiety decreases as your understanding of God, your father, increases. And I feel like this is so important to keep in mind too. Uh, just to keep in mind, like, whatever you're going through, how are you going to react to it? And you're going to be tested many times in life. And if not every other day, I think every day, your kids are going to want to test you, your friends, strangers, traffic. Your wife. Your husband. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it's having his grace and asking for his grace. And every day I ask for his patience and his knowledge and his peace because i don't know how the day is going to go but i know that with his presence he's going to equip me to face whatever i need to face and i feel like when maybe people meet god they just think that there's not going to be any problems whatsoever it actually life becomes harder after you <laughs> met god i believe because now I, we talk about this in private, I think. I don't, I don't know if we talk on camera about this. It's like, I would say that non-believers have an easier path to eternal life than believers. And I'm going to explain why I believe this. Uh, when Jesus was being crucified, he was not alone. There were two other uh, criminals with him. They were actually thieves and a murderer and uh, one of them was mocking him and was telling him like oh son of God if you're so powerful why don't you descend from the cross and punish all these people don't quote me on that I'm just summarizing summarizing and the other one was like shut up fool and looked at Jesus and goes um, please save me and pretty much please save me you know and Jesus looked at him and he said to him I'm going to see you in heaven and that shows proof that even until the last moment of our life God gives us grace and he wants our heart and he wants us to believe. And what saved this criminal was not that he became whole all of a sudden. Like he, like he, he, he's in the cross. He can't erase what he did. But in that moment, he None had faith. In that moment, he had faith and he was forgiven and he was brought into eternal life. That's, that could be a non-believer and not, not, not a believer. For us believers, I think that it's harder because the more knowledge you have, the more responsibility you have. The more you read the Bible, the more you understand the laws of God and how he wants us to live. So we start this journey having to be checking ourselves constantly and 
uh, reminding us ourselves, like, this is not what God wants me to do. Like, I need to repent of this. And that's the path that I believe that, and I say, life gets harder. Not harder necessarily in a bad way, but harder in a sense that... Maybe harder you meet pressure? Yeah, now you have higher standards, you know? Like now, I, I said this on, on previous episodes, like now I have higher standards. If I'm around guys that want to uh, cheat on their wives or if they want to talk about lust things, of course it's not my job to... But I don't think you would put yourself in those situations. I will not, but let me let me explain. I will not... I mean, it's not my job to judge them or to tell them like, oh, don't do that. But in my heart, I know that by me being in that situation is being looked bad upon my father. And then I have to keep that standard moving forward. So you're right. I will not personally put myself in in that situation. But there's new believers that are going through that. And that's a genuinely problem. Like, I'm, I'm talking from a man perspective, like, that's a problem. I can say the same thing about women, like, you know, like, not, not in that sense, but, like, you become a new believer, but all of a sudden you had OnlyFans. And you're a new believer. And you make your money through OnlyFans. Now you have a higher standard. You know now, before when you didn't believe, you, you, be, you wanted to believe that, oh, God doesn't exist, uh, this is... Okay, I can do whatever I want. My body, my rules. Great. Now you're a believer. Now you know that that is wrong. Now you have a decision to make. Are you going to stop doing that? Or are you going to keep doing it? And that God judges that different than if you never acknowledge him. And by the time you're dying, you say like, Jesus, please save me. That's the whole, that's my theory around why becoming a believer, once you meet God, life becomes harder. Not in a bad way, again. I just feel like also, too, you have more awareness. Well, that awareness, it's the knowledge. Knowledge is responsibility. The more knowledge you have in any topic, you know, like, look what happened during the pandemic, right? We as the society, we were expecting the leaders of the medicine world to guide us the right direction. That's a responsibility that they had. In my opinion, they didn't guide us right. In fact, they did way more damage than good. So that judgment is different than me just making that statement. Why? Because I don't have the same knowledge as a doctor. I have data now, and I can make my own judgment of that data. But at the moment of the pandemic, nobody would listen to my word because I don't have the knowledge. I I don't have... They did. So that knowledge is responsibility. And that's just how, in my opinion, becoming a believer goes about. Like the more you believe, the more you read the Bible, the more you analyze the Bible, not just read it, but like you stay time in the verses, you, you analyze them. It, it, you, you have more responsibility, you know, mm-hmm. so that's why I said that. Got it. So I want to read something before... We rub up. Yeah. Damn. He gives strength to those who are tired. 
to the ones who lack power and he gives renewed energy mm -hmm. that is what i need right now <laughs> don't worry baby i carry you don't worry. <laughs> anyways um i love this episode did you i did okay I was show, just show it to your body what show it to your body what are you talking you look about tired oh no i'm not i'm not tired <laughs> We shouldn't use that word. We said that we we're not using that word. I am just, I don't know. Maybe it's, I can't figure out what, what's wrong. Maybe I'm getting, maybe it's the time of the month. I don't know. It's coming. Or I don't know. I have like this little voice in my head that tells me like, Lana, you should have done this. You should have done that. And it's like oh, really loud today. It's the end of the year. So I think that everybody has that voice in their head i have that voice in my head too i'm actually now having to go and finish like numbers and shit like that and i'm like fuck i should have done that stop cursing sorry yeah sorry thank you for i i've been cursing a lot less though i don't know if you notice have you no for real i'm asking you a question like ashley do you notice that i've been cursing a lot less no come on in the podcast i haven't like i was looking at the first couple of episodes like i didn't say a curse word this episode All right, okay but anyways don't cut me off like that i'm not cutting you off you. i'm just not staying on the problem it's you know problem. what you need to do and that's it move forward See, even that i used to curse a lot don't feed don't feed that dark line okay focus on the light okay yeah so i i want you guys to comment down below on what you're struggling with because part of i feel like part of my mood was like okay lana like you didn't prep And I just, I, I just want to be a little bit more prepped so that I can equip you a little better. Even so though you want me to give you the topics before No, that. babe. No, no, I don't mind. We're going like to work like that. on it together. Okay, I would love that. I, that's what I wanted from the beginning. So going based off of what you girls are struggling with, please comment down below. So each topic, we can cover that. Can I address one comment before we go? No. Please. No. Please, we have 10 minutes. Let me address it. No. Why not? Babe, it's fine. Don't do that right now. I want to address it. If somebody way. says something negative, you don't need to explain yourself. Okay. And that's it. Like, the more that we put ourselves out there, the more people yeah. are entitled to that's their fine. opinion. That's fine. You're right. That's fine. I, so, I was not going to address defending myself, but I wanted just to address the comment. But you're right. No, I'm, I don't know. Just right. let it be. Let it be, okay. So when something somebody God bless says, you. yes, when somebody says something negative, you just send prayers their way, and you know in your heart you didn't mean to say a certain thing the wrong way, uh, but maybe they took it the wrong way. So yeah, exactly. I meant what I said, but okay. Well, anyways, comment down below on what you girls want to see next and what you're struggling with. I would really appreciate it. You'd be doing me a favor because, again, I want to just make this podcast so valuable. And I don't expect anything in return. So I love you guys so much. And we'll see you next, next Tuesday. Do you love them more than me? Babe, it's a different love. <laughs> it's a joke, babe. It's a joke. Bye. Bye. <laughs>